This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out here on the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network, talking some NBA playoffs with Will Hill. And boy, Will, we got uh, we got some great games, man. We got four, all four series are going to a game six uh, after the Knicks and the Golden State Warriors extend the series uh, last night. So. To a doubleheader tonight, doubleheader on Friday night, a bunch of game sixes. Man, this uh, this postseason has been so unlike the normal postseason where it's predictable. Chalk holds, form holds, but has not been the case this year. The uh, you know the competitive balance or the unpredictability of this postseason has been really fun. Yeah, it's been a fun second round. I always like the second round. It's a nice combination of volume of games and quality of games. You know, first round, you have a ton of games, but you get some lopsided series. Once you get to the conference finals, it's only one game a night. But this is a, a nice blend of the second round where you get games every night, two, you know, doubleheader every night. The games are fun. It's starting to catch up to me. I'm a little tired, man. I'm on the East Coast. These games end at <laughs> 1 o'clock in the morning, and you know how it is. You know, whether you win or lose, you have a big win. A game ends at 1 o'clock in the morning. It's hard to go to bed right away after a big win. Big loss, same thing. You, you sit there and toss and turn for a little bit. So 1 o'clock turns into one thirty. You know, 2 o'clock sometimes you just toss it and turn it. And, you know, waking up early, it uh, it starts to catch up to you. So I'm excited to uh, to get through this round, maybe catch up on some sleep because, man, these games, they start late on the East Coast, but it's, uh, it's a really fun time of the year. I was really interested in the end game last night in Golden State in Los Angeles because, as you know, Steph hits the three at the end of the first half to give him an 11-point lead. It was pretty – of the 24 minutes in the second half, they were up double digits, um, I mean, 23 of the 24 minutes, I mean, give or take uh, a minute there. But And they, they kept that end game really kind of low, I guess anticipating maybe Laker money, anticipating uh, Laker – I mean, all the money pre, pre-flop was on Golden State. So maybe anticipating that hedge, that middle – uh, action that uh, a lot of people do, but that end game was still a big opportunity to get on Golden State, and which was clearly a spot for the Lakers to kind of punt uh, on one. I'm not saying they did totally, but they did give up 70 points in the first half. I thought they should have punted more, and I don't do a lot of same-game parlays. I actually gave one out on the air yesterday with the idea that the Lakers would punt. I did one that hit at plus 800 and another one like 80-1 to one that really could have hit, and my angle was take the Warriors, Take LeBron under points and rebounds. Take Davis under points and rebounds. With the idea, like you said, they're going to get down big and punt, and they probably should have. I think it got to like 78-62. At that point, if I'm ham, I'm not chasing the game. You're not winning the game. It was clear from two, three minutes left in the first half you weren't winning that game and coming back. 
Uh, just get Davis off his feet. Get LeBron off his feet. LeBron ended up playing, I think, 40 minutes. Davis played only 32, but that's only because he got hit in the face. If I'm right. him, I think that's the worst-case scenario. If I'm going to lose, fine, but I'm going to live to fight another day. I thought he chased the game too much, put too many minutes on those guys. Like you said, they gave up 70 points, so it's not like they uh, – I, I do think LeBron coasted. I think they coasted a little bit, so all minutes are not created equally. But I agree. I thought they uh, I thought they probably should have pulled the plug a little bit earlier. That's interesting. Uh, it's an interesting point because maybe the worst-case scenario that they were at arm's length just enough to right. kind of keep them in the game to keep those minutes going up. 40 minutes is way too much uh, in that spot uh, for LeBron James. And then, um, and then Anthony Davis gets hit. He's dizzy. He has to leave the game. Uh, maybe it's a cynic in me, but I'm sorry. The uh, the 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 court reporter, the uh, courtside reporter, he comes back. One thing they've done, they've ruled out a, a right. concussion. I was like, wait, wait, yeah, they okay, sure that was quick and that was forced. When anybody oversells something, I uh, it raises a caution flag. And, and apparently, the Warriors doctors were lurking outside the locker room, like, hey, we'll check on them. Like, get get the hell, <laughs> if you're the Lakers, get get the hell out of here. We got this. We we don't need you. Uh, we don't need you checking on them. I think we're on the same page with that. And, one. And, All right, somebody games. made. Somebody made a funny joke, too, about uh, Kerr kept the Lakers in the game by playing pool just so the Lakers would keep their starters in. Just sort of a, a sarcastic <laughs> remark about pool was just played all the pool, man. He's got to get his head straight. Clay Thompson has uh, got to get his yeah, uh, shooting. He's yes. been really sharp for most of the postseason, but not as of late. All right, let's get to this game six. Philadelphia and Boston. Philly with the big win, most decisive win uh, in the series. After they escape. Game four, they're winning by double digits for a big stretch of the game. And then here's Boston's going to steal it, and then Philly steals it right back. That's the swing game of this whole thing. Uh, and now, all of a sudden, Boston faces two elimination games. Boston has not played good defense. Nothing like they did uh, last year. They're an over team for this postseason. What made them so good last year was their commitment uh, on the defensive end. Boston's still favored here, 2.5 to 12.5 against Philly. If you're a Philly fan, too, got to like the sight. No knee brace for Joel Embiid. He looks as healthy as he's been. And Harden is just, it's just not fluke, man. Uh, he might not go for 40 a night, but, man, he looks all of a sudden a little bit quicker, a little bit more rejuvenated as of late for the Sixers. And I think the fact that he's had two 40-point games does something that's important. It makes Boston go over the screens where they run a lot of pick and roll, and before – you know, with Harden not making shots, he say, all right, we'll live with what he, he, he shoots the ball from deep. We'll live with it. Well, now you have to go over the screens. And when you go over the screens, that really plays into his hands. It makes him more of a playmaker. It, it really emphasizes his ability to draw those sort of BS fouls where, look, it's hard to go over a screen without any contact. And, and he's great at getting your hand caught in the cookie jar. He gets those three-point attempts with, with drawing the fouls. He drew two of them the other night, I think both against Brown. So that opens things up. I, I like Philly here. I'm surprised Boston's favored. I'm surprised Boston's taking money. This line is is moving where Boston's getting bet here. Uh, I don't know that Boston has a great answer for Embiid as Embiid starts to look healthier with the knee brace off. Uh, Horford's done a good job on him in the past, but with every other night in this series at Horford's age, I think that's starting to catch up to him a little bit. I think he's starting to lose his effectiveness. Rob Williams, for whatever reason, one of the three or four best defensive players in the league last year. He doesn't look the same physically. Grant Williams, they've tried on Embiid. He's just not strong enough. I don't know if you're going to try a guard to try to front Embiid like Brooklyn did in the past series. But if there's not a great answer for Embiid, uh, you know, Harden uh, is playing better. 
I just think that building is going to be rocking tonight. That team has not been to a conference finals in 22 years. They have had some hellacious losses in this round. Last year against Miami was bad. The year before against Atlanta was worse where they blew so many games. I just think – I don't know that Boston's going to go in there and come away with a win. I know it's sort of reactionary just, just uh, to go based off last game. But, man, Philly just – I think Philly's got a deeper, better team than people give credit for, me included, where – these guys like Meltlin, House, Tucker, these guys they added in, in the offseason really add some toughness, some defense. This is a really good roster for the Sixers, but they don't play a, a bad player. So uh, I think the Sixers get it done tonight. I like Philly. I, I agree with you 100% as far as respecting Harden's shot. And you know, now that they have to guard him, now he can read defenses instead of them just uh, sagging on him. And, man, he was creating – he was drawing enough attention. Joel Embiid had wide-open jumpers from the free-throw line. I mean, a, a lot. So part of a lack of Boston's defensive effort and part also where, yes, like you said, Harden is now a facilitator and a scorer. He's a true combo guard in uh, handling because they have to respect him uh, as of late. I think this is a straight pick em. I'll take any points uh, in this one. I expect a big effort for Boston. And how soon removed? Just a game ago in, in game four. And B can't get a shot off against Horford. Right. I mean, Horford's in his 40s. He cannot get it off uh, down the stretches, and now he looks uh, healthier than ever. I'm uh, I'm with you on Philadelphia. Philadelphia to win the series at Pet Rivers right now, minus 177, Boston plus 145. Late one tonight uh, out in Phoenix, 5-0 and straight up and against the spread in this series, the home teams. And the home teams are 12 games over 500 in the second round, ATS. Phoenix back home 3-226 and over the Denver Nuggets. I'll go Phoenix. I just haven't seen enough from either team to make me think they're going to win on the road. For all the people that say, hey, a series doesn't start until the road team wins a game, well, this series might be over before it starts because we could just see home court hold up throughout. And we've seen this is, for anyone old enough, the playoffs have been like this forever, as long as I can remember. Role players play better at home versus on the road. And look, Denver, these teams are similar. They're both offensive-oriented. They're both top-heavy with superstars. Jokic and Murray are generally going to play well anywhere. Durant and Booker are generally going to play well anywhere, although I think Durant, his efficiency hasn't been uh, what you'd hope if you're Phoenix this series. It's the role players. It's the Shamets. It's the Jock Landales. For Denver, it's the Porter Juniors. Those guys just play better at home as opposed to on the road, so I think you'll see what we saw in games three and four where Phoenix uh, you know, gets, gets some help from more of these uh, secondary players like Sham and, and some of these guys. I think they do play a little faster without Paul, which is to their advantage. So I would expect Phoenix to win this game tonight. I know Booker's ankle could be an issue. So, I mean, it's just, it's really not a, going forward, even if they win this game, it's just not a sustainable sort of, uh, you know, approach for Phoenix here where it's, it's basically like, you know, I, I used to play baseball growing up and you have these, these tournaments where you have to win five or six games and you only have two good starting pitchers and you just run out of pitching. I mean, Phoenix, it's just their, their whole game plan is hope Durant and Booker basically make every shot. I don't know that that, uh, that can hold up here. So I think Phoenix wins. I think we probably get a competitive game seven, but seems like Denver in seven, but I do like Phoenix tonight. All right, let's move on to the uh, Friday night uh, doubleheader. Uh, in, well, first of all, before we do that, Denver uh, is a favorite at Bet Rivers to win it all, plus 275. This is how uh, competitive uh, this uh, this NBA postseason has been. Denver plus two seventy five, Philly plus three three dollars, Boston and LA plus four fifty. Between two seventy five and four fifty, four teams to win the whole thing. I mean, it is uh, it is more open than a long, long time. And to my uh, to my, I can't remember where it's been uh, at this point. Friday night, the early game. All right, the Knicks take care of business, overcome an early double digit deficit, and stroll through it. Jimmy Butler. Not quite 100%. Uh, doesn't have that lift, that explosion. 
Uh, so we'll have to see how uh, how he uh, how healthy he is because we know when he's right. I mean, who's better uh, in this postseason? They're five two oh eight and a half here in this game six at home in Miami against New York, trying to avoid going back to the Garden for a decisive game seven. I like the five, and I do think we might be going back to the Garden for that game seven. Uh, you mentioned it; you, you nailed it. I don't think Butler looks healthy. Didn't look explosive in game four. Only twelve shot attempts in game five. This is not the Superman Jimmy Butler we saw in the Milwaukee series. This is still a good player. He's a smart player. He's tough as anybody. But if he's not going to be a great player, the Knicks, I think, are the deeper team. Now, Miami shoots it better, but the Knicks are a deeper team, just one through eight. I mean, it's just crazy to see Brunson. I think it was Grimes playing all 48 minutes, but Brunson looked healthier last night. He's a guy who's dealt with an ankle issue in this series. Uh, I just think this is going to be a competitive game. You don't worry about too much of a home court with Miami. That's not a traditional, you know, power home court where you just you, you go in there and you can't expect to win a game. It's sort of, uh, you know, they're on the beach. They come in late. It's not, uh, it's not a place you can't win. So I'll take the five just on the thought here that Butler isn't healthy. Another trend that I think is interesting, and I don't, I don't really love trends. I think, you know, you can find a trend to support whatever side you like sometimes. So I don't know. I think trends can be a little misleading. Thibodeau, I believe, has coached 14 playoff games as a Knicks coach, 13 or 14. I think it's 14. The first half under is 13 and 1 uh, in the games Tibbs coaches as a Knicks coach. And what's interesting, the first half over gets money every single game, every single time in the series. The first half over keeps getting bet and it keeps going under. Just sort of a, an interesting cat and mouse thing to watch. So I'd probably go back to the well there and look at a first half under. That game was uh game was 24 to 14 at the end of the first quarter yesterday with the heat and control. These have been some ugly games. Um, obviously it's a slower pace with these two teams, but I would go first half under, and I do think the Knicks uh, keep this close. And I, I think plus 350, I think it is, for a series yes. price for the Knicks, I think it's worth a shot. Yeah, plus 350 series price right now at, at Bet Rivers. You say that about Miami, but Miami is 4-0 straight up and against the spread at home, yep. uh, you know, in, collectively against the Bucks uh, in the Knicks. So so we'll have to see if those uh, that supporting cast continue, continue uh, to, uh, to help out for them. I thought the Knicks threw out a, a big effort. Uh, in this one, Brunson, boy, he was uh, played all forty-eight minutes uh, last night uh, and carried them. Uh, winning, to that, winning uh, player. He's just a tough, gritty, winning player. He really is. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. The only freshman on that Villanova national championship team uh, that they just rolled through everybody. All right, Game Six, so back in L.A. Here we go. Lakers two and a half, two twenty-three over Golden State. Let me ask you, Will. Also, anything to the trend, the five and zero trend? Uh, L.A. They go under. Golden State. They go over, so a perfect five and zero on uh, as far as the total is concerned. There, I think so. I think if LA is going to win, they got to win it with defense. This is not a great offensive team. Their spacing uh, can be ugly at times. They don't have a ton of shooting. You got guys like Russell that are super hot and cold. So, uh, I think if the Lakers win, it's a rock fight, and they're going to smother you with their defense, half court defense. Their transition defense is nothing to brag about. They uh, they can be a little slow at times, but. Uh, I, I do think that's an interesting trend. The other thing I think is interesting here, this is really mirroring the Memphis series where steal game one on the road, uh, get blown out in game two, win game three comfortably, kind of steal game four so you win both at home and then uh, punt on game five and lose comfortably. We've really gone uh, step for step. It's really gone the exact same way, and I'm sure the Lakers hope it continues to go the same way because you remember they rolled Memphis in game six. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not going to beat Golden State by 40, but I could see the Lakers just beating a tired Golden State team. Remember, Golden State has played every other night since the night before the NFL draft uh, a couple of Wednesdays ago. And look, both teams are tired at this point in the series. 
but the Lakers are big and the Warriors are small. So I'd rather be big and tired than small and tired. To me, like you mentioned, Clay has not played well here these last few games. Poole is almost unplayable on defense, and he's really struggled specifically on the road. You haven't gotten much out of the guys like Moody and Kaminga. These guys just haven't stepped up. So, you know, Draymond's not much of a threat on offense. Uh, I think the Lakers win the game. Uh, obviously, it, it, this is assuming Davis is going to be healthy. But if the Lakers are favored by two and a half, I think the market sort of agrees Davis is going to be out there tomorrow uh, and, and ready to go. So uh, I like the Lakers here. This would end the, the streak. The, the Warriors have a streak, a ridiculous streak here, where they've won one road game in every series yeah. for a really long time under Kerr. But they have not been a good road team t- uh, uh, this season. And I think the Lakers get them tomorrow. That building is going to be crazy tomorrow. I mean, that team with a chance to go to the conference finals, you never would have thought this a couple months ago. Uh, that LeBron will be getting back to a conference finals. I think this this crowd really likes this Laker team, and uh, I do think the Lakers get it done at home here. It's uh, it's identical uh, to the uh, Memphis series. Uh, you, you get home, you steal a home court back and win in game one. You exhale and get blown out in game two. You win game three comfortably, uh, and in game four, you're in position to lose for a, a big a big stretch of the game, but you 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 bail out and you win it. You exhale in game five, get blown out with double digits. It's identical, and that's why. And and, and this roster is sort of prone to um, load management, I guess you could say, or being a bit aged. And so that that's why I I, I didn't hesitate to lay the seven and a half. Even it even got to eight eight and a half, yep. but with Golden State uh, last night, because I mean the Lakers, and that's why. I'm just wondering, 40 minutes, and then Day D gets banged up uh, as well. Maybe not the best uh, scenario for L.A., but, uh, yes, it will be uh, happening, and uh, it's going to be fun. Interesting, Golden State has attacked the rim way more in games four and five. Pulling A.D. out, uh, sucker, uh, getting him out to defend that pick and roll and getting a lot of, uh, you know, uh, getting him away from defending the 10. And then last night, um, in transition, attacking the rim a lot. So when they can have a little balance to their perimeter shooting, it makes them that much more formidable. This is the game of the night on Friday night. Stay up late, Will. You don't have to get up Saturday morning. So should be a lot of fun. Will, anything on the uh, on the series price? You gave us an opinion on New York or to win it all, like I said, Denver, uh, the favorite right now, Bet Rivers plus 275. What's the series price for uh, for Phoenix here? Phoenix is, let's see, my, uh, Denver minus 500, Phoenix plus 350. Phoenix is worth a shot. I could see them winning tonight. And, you know, if you got plus 350 in your pocket, that game will probably be five and a half or so. All you need is a lead, really, for Phoenix at some point in game seven, and you can sort of name your profit. Maybe if they get a big lead, you can go for a middle or just sort of pocket it. So plus 350, I think, is interesting. I mean, if I had to pick who's going to win the series, I think Denver obviously up three games to two with seven at home. But uh, plus 350, I think, is worth a shot. Been a lot of fun, man. Great games coming up. All four series are headed to a sixth game tonight and tomorrow night. For Will Hill, I'm Jimmy Odd on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.